hello, everybody. Hi there. What is that? Charles and I. I don't know what it, the Charles and I were just talking about Family Guy, and I just was like, I was gonna like try and do a voice from Family Guy, and I realized I've never seen it. Shut up, Meg. Anyway, <laughs> so there you go. That's your Family Guy moment for today. It is. Um, yes. You know, oh dear. Um, yeah. No, I've I've watched Family Guy. That's lot, Stewie. But... I know yes. that. Yes. Yes. Everyone knows Stewie. I know the <laughs> characters. What the deuce? Yeah. <laughs> And yes. Peter with his, like, you know, New England accent. That's the dad, right? Yes. Yes. And then Meg... Please don't played... hate me, all of you listeners. Yeah, that's Mila Kunis, right? Yeah, yeah, Mila Kunis. Who is, who is Ukrainian? Kunis. Yes, she is. You, you, you've heard about the time where someone tried to sue her, right? About a chicken, right? No. Someone who grew up in the same village in Ukraine as she did tried to sue her over a stolen chicken, like, recently. Like, within the last five years. That's just dumb. Yeah, no, apparently they were like, when we were kids, she stole our chicken, and that was our family's, and it was important, and tried to sue her. <laughs> That's really horrible. Girls, chickens, cover your ears. There's like, never <laughs> <mind>. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, yeah. This is so, Beyond the Bell, by the hello, way. Hello, it's, it's our women's wrestling podcast. Um, I'm Charles D. Lincoln. Yes, I'm Chelsea Lesage. Hi, welcome back. Yeah, we're, uh, we're from CL Squared Productions. Um, before we start, uh, do you want to? We should we should mention, by the way, just a quick mention that we're doing an Indiegogo campaign um, yes. that I believe will have seventeen days as when we release this uh, for the uh, the series that Chelsea and I are part of. Mm-hmm. I wrote it and directed it. Chelsea's the star. I'm she's, a star, mom. She, she's the star. She's going around. My with mom glasses, won't watch the show with, gl- yes. with glasses on. Going, give me. I will have you murdered if you have green M and M's in the in the green room. Um, yes. yeah, no, that's not Chelsea. Chelsea likes the brown M&M's. Um, no, I hate M&M's. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it's, it's a 21st century demon hunter. Everyone. <laughs> We're yes. not crowdfunding for M&M's or anything. Yes. <laughs> yes. And you, you have to pay us in money. You have to, you have to contribute in money, not in M&M's. M&M's have no monetary value except yes. when you get them from the store. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, it's a cool little thing. Um, Chelsea Stars is a character named Julie, who's kind of a, if you've seen Buffy, you kind of know like the, you know, demon hunter from a long line of demon hunters. She's but so the, much cooler than Buffy. Well, the twist here is that like Julie really just wants to get high, drunk, and laid and is really irresponsible. Um, yes. and, and not really a good person either. No, she's a terrible human being, and yeah. she's my inspiration. Yeah, and and that's kind of, you know, there's there's comedy to it. There's a lot of dark shit in it, and it's pretty cool. Um, you can uh, check out our Indiegogo campaign at igg.me slash at slash 21st Century Demon Hunter. And 21st is 21st. Yes. Once again, that's igg.me slash at slash 21st Century Demon Hunter. Uh, take a look and you can, uh, you know, you can help us out for post-production. Uh, we're, all, we're almost halfway there. Yeah, we're the time pretty, is running out. So it's definitely yeah, exactly. essence, folks. And we have really yeah. cool perks and shit where we have, like, signed exactly. books. And, and you can get, you know, we'll sign Lunch your cast for and, you. Yeah. I'm just making that one up. We're gonna sign you. Yeah. If you break your arm, we'll sign your cast. We we will uh, unless you if you you have to contribute first. If you don't contribute, then I kick your cast. I didn't tell you this, Charles. <laughs> the other day, I was I was going from like audition to audition in Union Square, and like and um yeah. and crossing through Union Square, and like this little group of like like prospective students looking at NYU 
Well, I don't yeah. know why they were in Union Square, but they were, and they were, like, with their parents and stuff. And they were like, are you in 21st Century Demon Hunter? And I was like, yes, I am. And one of the moms was like, I hate that show. And I went, <laughs> my mom does too. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, man. It made me so, happy. So, yes, yeah. contribute. Yeah, exactly. It'd be fun. So, um, we have a bunch of things to talk about this week. Um, yeah. One thing we don't have to talk about because it wasn't available for us to watch by the time uh, we... I had to send out, uh, you know, what we had to watch was the uh, uh, Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Death Before Dishonor was this Sunday with the finals of the women's uh, championship. But what? uh, what? Are we going to cover it or no? Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's one match. It's one match. Cool. Yeah, it's the finals. And we'll talk about who gets to those finals uh, pretty soon. But uh, Chelsea and I actually got a chance to see SmackDown. We did! Exactly. It was exciting. It was fun. I screamed and drank a lot. Yes, it was a fun night. Um, yeah. We, uh, there was also a dark match, by the way, actually. They, they had Rhea Ripley versus uh, Charlotte Flair. Yeah, um, that was, was like match. the most exciting thing ever. Like, oh, I was yeah. like, that was so fucking cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we're not expecting Rhea Ripley. And then, like, you know, as soon as the lights go down, suddenly we hear that this is my brutality. You know. Yeah, the whole arena, Madison Square Garden was like on their feet, freaking the fuck out. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, we also had the, uh, there was the signing uh, between Becky Lynch and uh, mm-hmm. Bianca Belair. Um, yes. Which Becky's outfit was everything. Yeah, Becky can this giant, like, red fur coat with, like, sunglasses on. <laughs> As you do. And it's interesting watching her actually step more into the heel role. Yeah, I think um, it's suiting her very well, more and more each week. Yeah, she was a lot better at it this week than uh, last time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I saw a video, actually, of her where apparently at a dark match, she beat Bianca Belair by cheating somehow. And nice. someone, the, someone in the audience called her a pussy. <gasps> and she walks up, and they have this on their phone, she walks up to them and she holds the belt up and she goes, I won, want to touch it? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's amazing. My nipples just got so hard. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was really cool. Uh, we had Overall, we had a really good time. The big problem um, is Zelina Vega, uh, whose father died in the world. So we saw it on the 10th, which was almost the 20-year anniversary of September 11th. Mm-hmm. And Zelina Vega's father was one of the people who worked in the World Trade Center. Um, yes. And she was scheduled to wrestle in a tag team match with her and Carmella versus Tony Storm and Liv Morgan. And uh, unfortunately, that match got cut for time, probably either because Seth Rollins versus Edge went on fucking forever. It was the, I think I went pee like twice and got a drink and got food and came back and the match was still going. Yeah, no, that match, that match went on a very long time. I discovered that it wasn't just Selena and all them. There were two segments that got cut too. Two oh, backstage really? segments got cut too because of, of, of time. Wow. One Before of them was we, enough- like, go and talk about, like, more, a little bit more about Zelina Vega, I want to give my MVP of SmackDown to Beth Phoenix. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. That was She awesome. was just, like, she was just, she was never on camera or anything. She just, like, played up Edge's, like, neck injury so well where I was legitimately concerned. Yeah, yeah. So Edge got an Edge got a uh, kayfabe neck injury. Um, and Beth Phoenix was there. Beth Phoenix was in the audience. She's freaking out. and. 
you know, and she was never on camera. This was 100% just to make it more believable for the people in the arena. Yeah, it was so cool. You know, which is such a cool, like, you know, old school wrestler type thing to do to make sure that we believe it, too. Yeah. MVP um, of SmackDown goes to Beth Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so, Selena Vega, it was very sad. Yeah, it was it was really upsetting that she didn't get to that she didn't get to wrestle, especially because she had custom gear and she, you know, she could obviously honor her father would have yeah. wanted to honor her father. And I hate to jump on like the Tony Khan, like dick sucking bandwagon or whatever, but. I really feel like in AEW, they would have made a priority of Z- Zelina being on the show that night. Yes. I feel like that would have been the biggest priority for the night for them. A hundred percent. You know, um, but yeah, like it, it kind of sucked. And the thing is that I kept thinking of was they, we didn't need, I, no one even remembers who was in the fucking 10 mag tag team match. If Edge and Seth Rollins want to go on forever, cut the 10 man tag match. I didn't even remember that was a thing. You know, like, I know they had the sports guy in that one. Um, oh, yeah, the sports guy. I forgot all about that match. But, you know, well, exactly. That's the whole thing I'm saying is if you had to cut one match, cut that one. And yeah, I, and ex- I especially, said, like, considering that they had such a wonderful tribute to 9-11, too, yeah. like, during yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. And then don't let Zelina, like... It's just, it was fucked up. So, Selena, our hearts are with you. Yeah. You know, and the thing I kept thinking of is if you guys were so, like, literally, no one, no, I don't remember who won that match. I don't remember who was in that match. Mm -mm. No one really cared about that match. And if you were really determined to get the sports guy there, have him, put him with Carmella. Yeah. Like, have him, you know, have, have Carmella coming on to him and whatever. And he's like her, mm -hmm. the special guy she brought out, you know, and all this sort of shit. Yeah. You know, it was just not well executed. While yeah, we had fun, there were problems. Yeah, it would it would have gotten her. It would have gotten him just as booed to go out with Carmella as he did with whatever random don't heel he, he came out with. You know, see, um, d- d- we don't care. It doesn't like it was not memorable whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. So, um, other like I said, we, we had, had a good fun. time. <laughs> we had a good time, but you know, it would have been a lot better to see. You know, t- like. It was really sad to, like, see, like, Zelina Vega, you know, posting pictures of her outfit with just the caption, never mind. And, I know. Jesus and Christ. And Car- Carmella and Liv Morgan just putting dot, dot, dot uh, for their uh, posts. So sad. And Tony Storm posting a picture of her eating a whole pizza. And, like, sometimes you just have to, you just have to start over and eat a whole pizza. Fuck. You know. I didn't know about that one. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, so... Uh, well, I hope uh, they make it up to them. I hope they do. I hope they do. fucking make it up But, I mean, wh- I'm not sure what you even can do to make yeah, that up. Yeah, what can you just, do? Just having that match next week isn't the same as having it in Zelina's fucking hometown in the, mm-hmm. uh, to honor the anniversary of her death, of her father's death, you know? Yeah. You fucked so, up again, WWE. You know, having it in, say, Atlanta or Chicago or wherever the fuck, or Boston or wherever the hell it's going to be is not the same. Yeah. You know, hundred so, percent. You know, hope I. I would. I know they let. They had her speaking at the. Um, the uh, WWE uh, was present at an event where they mentioned the names of the victims. I know they had her as mentioning names there. Okay. Uh, but you know, it would have been it's really something. nice. Yeah, it would have been nice to see her wrestle. Hundred uh, percent. So let's go to NXT UK. Okay, uh, UK. So, wasn't much here. <laughs> there was nothing. There was Blair Davenport, um, has been indefinitely suspended. I hope that means she isn't injured or anything. 
I hope that um, means that she's moving up already without having done really anything. <laughs> yeah, like, you know. And then speaking of people who haven't done anything, we got Stevie Turner. And, uh... Who just doesn't... Should, whatever. She said she, she got the opportunity at her fourth match and through her, lo- through, um, her loss, Mako gave her the blueprint for her defeat. Whatever. Amelia then- McKenzie comes in. And she's like, it's interesting you're talking about the champion when she, when, um, when she beat you, and I'll beat you too. It was just dumb. And, and then, then Stevie Turner, like, yeah, classic, classic Amelia, so two-dimensional. Yeah, I'm four-dimensional. I'm like, no. Like, I just okay. don't care. It doesn't matter how many times you tell us you're four-dimensional, Stevie. Like, yeah, it, it doesn't work, so. No. Um, so let's go to, uh, yeah, but... I mean, I love the Walter versus uh, Ilya Dragunov match. And mm-hmm. it was kind of neat to see, like, Rhea Ripley and, and, and Finn Balor and all them talking about it. Um, but it's still, like, it, it still felt like, well, we don't have any matches for this week. So let's put a half-hour match for the last half-hour of our show. It was literally, like, so what I wound up doing, I was like, all right, you know, I usually, could, if I'm, like, crunch for time, which I, like I was today watching it, I just was like, I'll, I'll fast forward if I think it's a men's match. I was like, is that Rhea Ripley? <laughs> um, and then, so I just yeah. go and, like, watch what they were saying, and it got me really into the match, but I was like, this was literally half of the episode. Yeah, I mean, it was a great match, and so far it's my men's match of the year. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, but... You know, I don't I don't need to see it on a show like that's a weird that that just feels like uh, we, can, we don't have enough stuff to fill up the episode. So let's just show something from the pay-per-view. Yeah. You know, exactly. Yeah. So let's go to regular uh, NXT. NXT. Uh, where we, is... Ember. I wrote here. I wrote here NXT UK because like I put NXT because that's usually what I watch first. And then when Kaylee yeah. Ray came out, I wrote. And I went back and I went NXT UK. I was like, no, Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Yeah, so this is Ember Moon versus Kaylee Ray. And it was yeah. awesome. <laughs> I, I love the green LED lights on Ember's outfit. Yes, me too. Me yeah. too. So the problem is you knew Ember was going to lose because the commentary is talking about a long slide for Ember. About how she's been, she's lost all these matches and she's lost her partner and lost the tag team titles and mm-hmm. you know um and it just kind of was like um you know like okay uh, i i feel like that just kind of lets us know right away that ember might lose this match yeah exactly they definitely played it up but ember definitely gave it her all i couldn't like i didn't notice that she was discouraged at any point with like mm-hmm. the trajectory of like her career um, yeah. which is good. She's actually a good actor. And she shows that in her like interview later. But yeah, this match was just I never thought that Ember Moon was gonna win. Mm-hmm. Um I almost I wrote where's Shotzi? That shows how much I like have disassociated with like since they split up and we don't see yeah. Shotzi ever. Shotzi's and driving not around doing stuff. Shotzi's driving around her tank backstage at SmackDown. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. One hundred percent. Yeah. So this was just like this was really fun. Kaylee Ray is just a powerhouse. It was interesting to see her like in pain mm-hmm. in general. Not even specifically from Ember Moon, but I feel like she's just an invincible force. Unless yeah. it was Mako. That like that it was weird to see her like 
I don't know, whenever had her in a cross face or something like that, like the close up of her actually like gritting her teeth. It was really yeah. bizarre to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was I really enjoyed this match, though. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I think they, they did a lot of really cool stuff to each other. Um, yeah, I love Ember's like kip up and the and like brought her head down oh, yeah. into like the head scissors thing. Oh yeah, was, where that em- was Ember, really cool. Yeah, Ember kipped up into a Hurricanrata, and that was like yeah. holy shit. That I was... don't think I'd ever seen that. That was yeah. Awesome. No, I don't. I don't recall seeing that either. But I mean, that was that was a lot of fun. I I I enjoyed this match, even if I even if from the commentary I immediately knew that Ember was not going to win it. Right. You know. Right. Um, I mean, it got a This Is Awesome chant, and it certainly, you know, deserved that. Um, I love, towards the end, when Ember's, what, uh, Ember's walking, and Kaylee Ray grabs her leg to stop her, and Ember just reaches down and slaps her across the face. Yeah. Naturally. And then, and honestly, Kaylee Ray reversing a bridge into a gory bomb was actually really fucking cool. That was really cool. Did you see Ember Moon mouth fuck? Yes. Did you- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and you know, my other big note, the only thing that, you know, I did a, actually a good job at tuning out the common the commentary on this, but mm-hmm. the fucking screaming children <laughs> in this episode <laughs> of NXT were so blood curdling, the screams were so nuts. Like there were times that like I couldn't I wouldn't even be able to hear the commentary. If I really? wanted to, you didn't notice the fucking kids just like yelling at every like it wasn't even I just, I know they were so excited, but you know yeah. damn well that like the parents are just sitting there on their phone like finally a place where it's okay for my kid to scream for two hours. I am I have I have learned the art of blocking out the voices of children completely. Yes, you have done that. Yes, I don't I don't need to hear them. Yes, <laughs> I grew up in a house with eight kids. I'm used to babies crying. It doesn't even phase me anymore. Yes. I can sleep through it. So I didn't hear any of those. Don't have children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll so be this gr- match was awesome. I'll be a great dad. With baby's crying. Oh, was it? <laughs> Fucking terrifying. Didn't thought. even notice. Um, <laughs> so let's go to Indy Hartwell's bachelorette party. Oh, yeah. So Candace is there. They said it was and over the vi- weekend. Very visibly pregnant now. She is pregnant! Yay! Did they, like, address it, like, on NXT? No. They haven't said anything, but, I mean, you look at her, you see she's pregnant. Yes. You know. Um, I wonder if people are, like, people who haven't heard that she's pregnant are like, why isn't she wrestling? (laughs) I know. Yeah, it's just full of, like, a bunch of people who don't get screen time. Well, um, this is the beginning much. of some of their screen time. That's the thing. Yes. You know, I'm Cora sure. Jade got to speak. Um, oh, was that who that was? I forgot yeah. who she was. Yeah, that was Cora Jade. She's the one who came with Gigi Dolan. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Um, I love um, uh, Indy saying, I can't believe you did this to Candace." Candace going, yeah, because you don't have any friends. And Indy just being like, what did you say? Oh, my gosh, look at all your friends. <laughs> <laughs> it was... It was awesome. I love and, how, like, Mackenzie was randomly there. Yes, and, and Indy, like, Mackenzie, do you want to interview me? Did you bring your mic? And she's like, I left my microphone at home. I'm like, so you have, wait, you take your microphone home? Who wrote this? <laughs> it's like the dialogue was really good for Indy and Candace, but terrible for everybody else. Yeah. It was well, really funny. they had, um, and then we get introduced to someone very interesting. Um, Persia? Indy's, yes. Yeah. Persia is before when Indy when Indy was on the Indies in Australia. Oh, uh-huh. 
Um, Persia was called Steph Delander, and her and Indy had huge feuds in Australia. Oh. So it wouldn't surprise me if Persia does something to wreck the wedding. Oh, shit. Because, because like I said, for, like, they, they, you know, were training together. In mm-hmm. fact, when, per- when Steph Delander got um, hired by the WWE, um, you know, everyone was tweeting congratulations, and Indy just tweeted, oh, God, no. <laughs> that's fucking awesome so you know um now uh steph delander is, is going to be known as persia perota p-i-r-o-t-t-a however you pronounce that yes and, what was and, funny is that indy's saying that she came all the way from australia yes. and casey's just like you came from australia for this and she said no i came from disney world is that what she said yes yes <laughs> crack me the fuck up so Andy yeah. says that dexter walked his way um into my life and stalked his way into my heart before dexter i was a lost <laughs> person but the only person who guided me supported me and made me the woman i am today and taught me the um oh and it cuts to candace and she's just not impressed i love how she's like fucking with her seltzer water and she says the one person i have to thank for showing me the way is that per that person is candace Lorray, and she's so excited that she rhymed <laughs> It was really cute. Um, yes. So Candace is surprised. Like Casey squared are like doing a dance, and Candace tells her to stop flip flopping. But yeah. it's TikTok. See, even so I, 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 I would have been I Candace should, in this. <laughs> I should note, by the way, Casey squared posted on their uh, on their Instagrams from that uh, table. Oh, they did. Yeah, so on on Instagram, it's them at the table, like doing voices from movies. That's adorable. <laughs> yeah. That's adorable. So Candace yeah. says, when this started, she didn't approve. Dexter's strange, creepy, psychotic, deranged. And Indy interrupts and says, well, nobody's perfect. You didn't like him. We get it. Get to the good stuff. And Candace um, <laughs> is like, Dexter really loves Indy. That's all I could ask for, really. Um, I'm really happy that, like, Johnny and Candace didn't just, like, disown Indy. Because yeah. it could have gone that way. Yeah. Um, yes. And so she supports index now and she says johnny's gonna be a, t- a tough nut to crack if he wants his acceptance and indy says dexter's just gonna have to crack his nut that's for sure <laughs> and then they're wondering i love the innuendo they keep sticking into this i know i know i'm like who writes this stuff because it's actually pretty good <laughs> um so um can- they want to figure out what dexter's doing at his bachelor party so candace uh, suggests bringing out that spy gear she may or may not have used in the past yes 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 So, uh, very, very cool. Um, so we also have Carmelo Hayes versus Santo Escobar. Mm -hmm. And now Santo's coming out with Electra Lopez. Um, I wish Electra wore a, my, literally my only complaint is I wish Electra didn't wear the big red blazer. Like, I wish she wore something that made her fit in more with the rest of them. Yeah. My big complaint is that I didn't know her name. So I wrote Jennifer Lopez and then Carmen Electra before I put. Before I got it right. Oh, dear. <laughs> That's racist. No, it's, it's just what happened. It's My not God. racist. She's going to... Bu- she, she's slamming dudes, like, easily. She'll, she'll, she'll pick you up and That's slam you for that. Said, I'm ready. My body is ready. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, she didn't even... She didn't even strain when she did that. No, no. That was so crazy that she... Yeah, like, she just picked up Carmel Hayes like he was nothing and just, like, yeah. boop. Oh, you boop. know. You yeah. picked me. Yep. So, uh, yeah, and then Santos beats Carmelo after uh, yeah. Electra kind of, you know, 
Makes slamming. it happen. So, yeah. So, uh, we get Casey squared backstage. Um, I love that Casey is just doing handstands backstage. Just walking yeah. around on her hands. <laughs> like, I haven't done a fucking handstand since I was, like, four. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Zoe goes for... And then we had Zoe and Eo. Zoe goes for fist bump. Eo isn't interested. And then yes. we get an Ember Moon promo. And this is the promo that I was talking about. Um, where it's just, like... I really, I really, really, really heard the genuine letdown in her voice, but she also played this off really well. So she talks about things that were not, are not going her way lately. Um, or that's what the interview person said. She said, lately it's been a rough three months. She lost the title, her partner, and every match in between. She's tired. She knows that it happens in everyone's career. Um, where you have been, she knows that you have to go and dig down to find like your inner self, but it took Kaylee Ray to wake her up and she doesn't want to feel this anymore. So she knows what she has to do. So stay so tuned. I, <laughs> I wonder if we're going to get a heel Ember. That'd be cool. Yeah. So, um, so now we go to hit row where big, where B fab is big mad. Um, she's big mad. Yeah. At Electra Lopez. Yeah, she's like, hitting me with a pipe is not how you, how you say hello. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, it's not? <laughs> yeah. And then they said something about a hard head is a so- equals a soft ass. And I'm like, what? I don't know what that even means. I missed that entirely. I only got like a quarter of what they said written down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, we're, we're, like I said, it, it makes, me, makes me realize how much I was raised by white people whenever they like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I love them so much. It's like, it's like I am a person of color i should understand what they're saying but i don't <laughs> um, but i don't oh that's okay so, but yeah so then we get casey squared versus eo and zoe what did you think of this match this is probably my favorite match <laughs> mm-hmm. i really really enjoyed it um i loved i loved eo interrupting zoe's intro <laughs> yes <laughs> Um, I love when they were all in the ring and the announcers announced, like announcing them and how EO just like proudly mouths their own name. It was just, <laughs> it was, it was really cute. I, I, this is the only time I really enjoyed Wade Barrett too. And um, he was talking about Zoe <laughs> being a friend or needing, wanting to be EO's friend. And he said, my advice to you, Zoe, is if you want a friend, get a dog. And then the other dude whose name yeah. I always forget being like, you don't like dogs. He's like, get a cat then. <laughs> <laughs> That was hilarious. Oh, that was really, that. really funny. <laughs> so even before the match starts, I'm, I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I, like, and I love how they, like, the little crazy acrobatics, like, display by Casey and Zoe. I know. Were, they just, were, like, keep, like, jumping over each other. Yeah. Mating. It was awesome. Where, like, Casey did all her usual crazy acrobatics, and then Zoe, like, she goes to Hurricane Rada Zoe, and then Zoe shows she can land on her feet, too. Uh-huh. Like, I got all these... I'm a fucking ninja warrior, too, bitch! Like, that's basically what Zoe was trying to prove in yeah. this. Yeah, it was, it was really, really, really cool. Yeah, it was really fun. I, I wish that, that Casey Squared had won, but I enjoyed the match still. Yeah, I loved when EO DDT'd Caden, but, she, um, but Caden gets out of it, and, like, Caden's just all impressed, and then EO just looks at her like, yeah, whatever. She's just not impressed <laughs> with it at all. Telling Zoe she doesn't need her help. I mean, it's just the story was present throughout. I thought that this was going to be the time that Casey Squared took it. Yeah. I did. I think, well, there's a moment where I think they showed that they're still rookies. Um, where, and where Beth Phoenix is yelling, pin her, Caden, pin her. Mm-hmm. 
where she did it. She did. Um, what move was it to uh, to to uh, Zoe? Um, I don't. Um, I, I, I have yeah, they so many notes on this. They didn't say what the finisher was, but um, no, they didn't. Yeah, but um, but he didn't. But Caden didn't go for the pin. She went for this really crazy looking move where Casey gets where on, Casey's her shoulders. on her shoulders. Yeah, yeah, that was and. Nuts. She, and she jumps on the second rope. And, it was and a like, big splash. That's what one of the commentators yeah. said. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of the story to tell here is that last time she made a rookie mistake and lost. So mm-hmm. next time, if they get an opportunity, she doesn't make the same mistake. Yes. Good call. Yeah. You're smart. Who's yeah. smart? You are. So, yeah. uh, you know, just moonsault off the top rope, pins Casey to win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we, I also love at one point when, uh, <laughs> just at the beginning where EO, um, told, was it, did EO tell Zoe to tag in or did she refuse to tag in for Zoe? One of the two. Oh, she told, no, she wanted EO to tag in. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's what she, EO refused. What did she say? I don't remember, but she was like, no, it was, she just kind of like, I liked this. You guys can't see what I'm doing, but like EO's new, like, she kind of like, she squints and like her crinkles her nose a little and like shimmies her shoulder. Like, no, I'm not doing that. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's great. I love it. Yeah. I'm here for and it. And so after the match, Casey squared going the ramp and uh, Mandy Rose, Gigi Dolan and uh, JC Jane attack her. And Mandy Rose with a mask on. So it's like they were listening to last week's show. Yay. <laughs> You know, um, I'll say, man, I love that Gigi Dolan is this prominent on the show now. I know. I'm really happy that that happened that quickly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love that, like, that they've made her a full-on character now, where she's, you know, like, people, they don't even have to say her name. Everyone knows who she is on the show now. Yay! It's very well-deserved. Yeah. So then For we sure. go to Dexter's Bachelor Party, which was my favorite Nickelodeon show. Um, and, uh, <laughs> it's so- Cartoon Network, but it's fine. Same thing. Um, <laughs> they're all they're all owned by HBO Max, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Everything's owned by HBO Max. Yes, yes, exactly. So uh, we live we live in a capitalist society, you communists. So don't be separating our cartoon networks. Um, so <laughs> so anyway, uh, Dexter's among Dexter's guests are uh, the zombie referee from Halloween Havoc, uh, Johnny Gargano, Mister Renee Michelle. And uh, a, a, a African American gentleman who I had to look up and was Odyssey Jones. Yes, uh, I didn't know half of those people. <laughs> yeah, well, the little British dude is uh, Mr. Renee Michelle Drake Maverick. Drake Maverick, cool, good to know. Yeah. Tra- I, yeah. I, I, call, I wrote him as Trampoline Man. <laughs> well, when, you know, he used his name and impact was Rockstar Spud. Aw, potato references. Yes, that's Cute. why. That's why Cameron Grimes, who also used to be an impact, looked at him and said, look at that rock star over there. That's funny. Yeah, a little reference to when they both used to be an impact together. Cute. Yeah. Um, Cute. So Cameron Grimes, Cameron Grimes shows up. I'm like, we have to say it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You can't just say Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. Yes. To the moon. That's what's going to happen. That was actually pretty good. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I am great at impersonation. Mm-hmm. I am. 
Um, but anyway, so he shows up and he offers to pay for everything. And I love that John even points out the whole feud that Cameron Grimes and Dexter Loomis had all of last year. I know. <laughs> and he's, he's like, just like, Cameron Grimes wants you, the truth. Where he's like, but you hate him. <laughs> yeah. But you hate him. And he asks, he asks Dexter for a truce. And I'm like, all right. So they just got rid of a whole year of fucking feuding yeah. in one handshake. Yeah. And I imagine that, like, if I were Dexter, I'd be like, you're going to pay for my wedding? Yeah, of course. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I love the slow motion, like, fucking action, like, shot of them oh, walking. That was, I was like, like, something out of an action movie. That was just the yeah. best thing. <laughs> That was so good. I was yeah. like, are you kidding me? And I was like really turned on by it, too. <laughs> <laughs> so they're in the go So then, I mean, this must have been the most fun day to shoot. Yeah. Um, they're in go-karts. I also love Dexter saying that whoever wins the go-karts gets $10,000. I'm like, I, I'll go-kart for ten fucking thousand dollars And Johnny yeah. wins, right? Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah. And mm -hmm. I love that Indy and Candace are watching in a show, and Candace is dressed like she's in, like, a 1960s movie that takes place in France. <laughs> <laughs> That's oddly specific, Charles. Like, she has the beret on, and she has a yes. striped, like, sweater <laughs> it's really cute. Yeah, so they do axe throwing. And I love when they ask, does anyone have any experience with an axe? Dexter raises his hand. Just because of course he does. Yeah, I love I just love the subtle Dexter is a serial killer notes that keep popping up on the show. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, so yeah. every he's good at it. Everyone else sucks at it. Um they're like Indian Candace are looking on with binoculars. And I love Dexter adjusting Johnny's arm for like the proper form to make him good and how they thumbs up at each other. And it's yes. just the whole idea is just that Johnny's slowly getting won over by Dexter Loomis. Yes. Yes. Um, and then the trampoline thing happens, and that's fun. Yeah. Yes. The laser so tag was amazing. <laughs> the laser tag was just the best. Dexter kept like literally just murdering people <laughs> on the other team. <laughs> <laughs> like, Dexter hits a guy in the face. I'm like, I'm pretty sure you can't do that at laser tag. What do you have chloroform? He chloroforms someone. I love that. And then and then lets Johnny he he like he kills the people and then lets yeah. Johnny go and tag them. Yes. And I love Johnny's just like, wait, why is this guy passed out? Like every single time, but just doesn't question it and is like totally fine with it. Yeah. It was awesome. And then it we discovered the zombie referee is Canadian. <laughs> Which is just fucking like... stupid. Like, why did they even like <laughs> Like, I love the bachelorette party, but this takes the cake, definitely. Yeah. Um, this is just hilarious. The, the music and the flashback when Johnny and Dexter fucking bond. Oh, yeah, their whole, like, they get this whole montage of them bonding. It's so yeah. great. And then they, like, and, high and, five. And Indy coming over, Dexter, you did You cracked Johnny's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. So now they're all a family. Yeah, and Dexter smiled at the end. He did! I love that! It was yeah. so funny. Yeah, so we get a Tian Sha promo where Bo is bowing to Mei Ying and says, yes. it's time. It's time. And then <laughs> Frankie Monet is uh, making fun of Index. Yeah, and, and then Ro Frankie, Jesse, and Fuckface come on. <laughs> yeah, Robert Stone, and I love when Robert Stone comes out. She's like, stop breathing on me. And, and, and I like yes. how Jesse is yelling at him now, too. 
I know. They're going to, like, wind up, like, they're going to find Dexter Loomis and, like, ask him to chloroform Robert Yeah. <laughs> Where, well, that's already happened a long time ago. But, um, <laughs> you know, but I, and I love with the uh, button up, uh, you know, ill, ill, Robert, button up your bra, your blouse from Jesse Kamea. I know. So good. <laughs> I love so, it. I love when Robert Stone puts his puts his hand on Frankie's shoulder, and she just like it's like, ew, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. So so Robert Stone says that he came from Regal's office, and next week it's confirmed that it's gonna be Frankie versus Raquel Gonzalez for the championship. Which she talks about how big of a deal this is for the brand, and everyone next week's gonna be talking about her and not the index wedding. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It'd be very interesting. And then finally, we have Mei Ying versus Virginia Ferry. Yes. Um, wow. <laughs> she feels a very Sue Young-esque. She's very Sue Young-esque, yes. Yeah, it's, it's like if Sue Young was in charge of, like, the triad is what it yes. feels like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like if Sue Young had, like, a criminal organization instead of undead bridesmaids. <laughs> Is what it feels like to me. 100%. If she had assassins instead of... Yeah. 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 So, Virginia Ferry doesn't get to do anything. Um, yeah. Can't get a move in. She literally grabs her by the neck, like, throttles her down, and she's dead. Yeah. Um, and and Maying does a, a cartwheel, too, which is uh, interesting to see. I'm like, I demand that she, like, start floating, levitating. <laughs> Like, why can't she breathe fire? I'm a little pissed off. It just makes me sad that, like, apparently Xia Li is off to the main roster because I would love to see Mei Ying and Xia Li team again. Yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they used to be a tag team before um, Mei Ying got injured. That's cool. Yeah, because Mei Ying broke her legs uh, during a match. Boom. Um, yeah, she was, out, she was out for, like, two years because of it. Worst nightmare. Yeah. Breaking a leg again. <laughs> yeah. I also wonder if it's hard to wrestle with your hair and your face like that. Yeah, again, like, it was a note that I made. I was like, people who wrestle with their hair down. That's fucking crazy. Well, she doesn't just have her hair down. She has, like, all, hair, like there's a yeah. million things to grab on her. Yeah, yeah, and it's just, like, what is that? She has, like, hair gel in, like, and so it's, like, stuck in your face, too, Yeah, which is crazy. so her, her hair is on her face, and she's got all these, like, her outfit is long and flowing, and it's like, there's a million things to grab on her if you really mm-hmm. were trying to cheat. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm, it's, I'm interested to see where they go with her now. Um, so Ring of Honor, uh, we have basically the last few matches of the, uh, of the tournament leading up to the finals. I just want to say I hardly cared about most of these. Yeah. Yes. Um, we had Angelina Love versus Max the Impaler, which was pretty much just Max the Impaler kicking Angelina Love's ass the whole match. Yes, and then, until um, she just, like, won't let go of her, like, sleeper over the ropes on Angelina. And just, like, after the count of five, won't let her go, so she's disqualified, so Angelina wins. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then, the, then the, announce, the commentator just says, like, it's like, don't say phrases you don't know how they go. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, Angelina won the war, but look at the battle. That's dumb. I'm like, what? That's not how the expression goes, you huh? fucking moron. You know? You fucking moron. Yeah. And then we had Miranda um, Alizé. See? Mm-hmm. I said it right this time. Good versus Trisha Dora. Um, I didn't mind this one. No, it wasn't bad. <laughs> you know? It wasn't, I, I, I just feel like I watched this after I watched, like, NXT, and nothing yeah. is this good. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, that's the thing. Is like, you know what occurred to me? 
And, um, well, I'll say it now. If Impact and Ring of Honor combined, yeah, I feel they could fix each other's problems. Agreed. I agree with because that. Because it, it would give the Ring of Honor people a chance to wrestle people who will teach them to be better. Mm-hmm. And it would give, because I'm getting so sick of Impact because it's just the same. It's like watching reruns. It's just watching the same matches over and over again. Yes. It's exactly. the same reason I don't want to watch Raw. It's just like we've seen uh, Tasha Steeles and we've seen um, Rosemary fight each other over and over again. Uh-huh. Yeah. There was nothing you know? different. But we'll get yeah. there. This and was I feel, like... Yeah, go ahead. And I feel like if you put, like, Trisha Dora and Roxy and Miranda Alaz- Alizé... By the way, I love that Miranda Alizé has a move called Miranda Rights, by the way. Oh, yeah. 100%. I love I love when people do that. Whenever yes. they put their name into a move or, or, or I a, know. a fun pun or something. I love puns. Like, if you had a movie called, like, The Chelsea Smile or something, like, that would be fucking great. Well, like, The Chelsea Morning, because that's, like, the Joni yeah. Mitchell song I'm named after. Yes. Yeah. I, w- I was already plotting. Yeah. So, yes. you know, um... But yeah, um, basically Miranda wins with it, uh, Miranda writes, and she goes to the finals. And then we had Roxy versus um, Angelina Love. I do have to admit I love Angelina's. I am injured. <laughs> I am injured. And Roxy just being like this young kid being like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. And then she attacks Roxy's arm and is like, you want to go for my arm? Now you know how it feels. Now you know how it feels. Yeah, yeah. And then she fucking put her thumb in her eye. Yeah. That was fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, but, but in, the, in the end, uh, Roxy wins with the Fujiwara Bridge. Yes. And then, and they're, uh, so it's going to be Roxy versus Miranda Alizé in the finals. So uh-huh. then the two people in the finals had a match versus Chelsea Green and Sumi Sakai. Um, boy, they could have found an audience that did not care any less. There were people checking their fucking phones during people coming down the aisles. Well, I feel like they went too far with the whole once they got to the ring and just were trying to, like, have that competition, like, of, like, who could get the bigger cheers. Like, I I feel like Sumi Sakai brought her entire family and friends and nobody else did. Well, here, well, I'll, I'll, I'll get into that in a second, but I'm just talking about when they were doing the introductions, when people are coming down the aisles, they're just dudes not even looking at the aisles, checking their phones. Yeah, that's bad. You know, um, it's their first time back in front of an audience. Yeah. But then the first five minutes are just them trying to get cheers. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of, it was weak. You know, like, here's the thing. This match didn't feel like a match. It didn't feel like a match. It just felt like a bunch of friends having fun in a ring. Yes. I agree. Wholeheartedly. Yeah, and then at one point when they called it like, oh, it's Chelsea Green versus Roxy, this would be a dream match. And I'm like, it can't be a dream match if none of us have ever heard of Roxy until like three months ago. Yeah. Like, you know, 10 years from now, maybe maybe there'll be a lot of dream matches with her. But right now, she's literally someone we've never heard of before. Yeah. And no match she is in is a dream match because none of us dream. And she's good. She's really good. She's but she excellent. Has, but she has not made a name for herself. Mm-hmm. You know, well, now I mean, like now she has. I feel like the fact that she got into the final is exactly what yeah. she needs in order to do that. But you're right; you can't say that until she's made done some like big accomplishment. Yeah, like exactly. That. Hold on, we have a special guest. Everyone, is begging. Say hi to Uncle Charles. Gerger. Hey, Gertie. <laughs> Hello. Aw, Gertie, hi, you want to talk about you want to talk about what you felt about this? Um, there was no food, so I was disinterested. <laughs> 
Yeah. So it was again like Charles I said. Imagine, it was just kind of, I imagine Sumi. I imagine Sumi Sakai would have had like a dog biscuit in her tights or something for like. She probably would. Yeah. Kurt's like, did you say biscuit? Yeah. <laughs> Is Sumi a food? <laughs> also, Miranda Alizé wrestling with a giant septum piercing. I feel that's a horrible idea. Yeah, don't do you're, that. Yeah, like, you're talking about how bad wrestling with long hair is. Imagine the fucking getting that caught on something. Yeah. Jesus. No. No. So, eventually, um, they, uh, Miranda Alizé does a drive-by on Sumi Sakai. Um, Sumi Sakai did probably one of the worst German suplexes I've seen in yeah, years. Yeah, it was so this. bad. Yeah, it was, she didn't even get her. She got her, like, maybe six inches off her feet. Uh-huh. It was, she just kind of got her six inches off her feet and then just fell backwards and i was like that's not a that's not a german suplex that's that's like an accident so (laughs) that's like someone's gonna get hurt (laughs) yeah exactly so we go to impact and like i said i I, don't care eight months ago i was so excited i would have been excited to see tasha Steeles versus rosemary but we've seen it so many fucking times i know it's just it's it was there was nothing impressive about this i feel like tasha did tasha yell eat it puta I feel like Maybe. she did that. I I was Maybe. like, holy shit, she swore in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> that was exciting. But there was it nothing is, else I cared about. It is interesting, though, that I found out that Tasha Steeles had an NXT tryout in 2015. Oh. And they didn't want her to be a wrestler. They wanted her to be a referee. Oh. Um, and I realized, it, I wonder if it had anything to do with Sasha still being in NXT at the time. Maybe. Because they are very similar. Yeah. And I, I guess maybe if you have both of them there, it just looks like you have two Sasha Banks. That's true. So I wonder if that's why, because she declined um, because she wanted to wrestle, but they, um, they had suggested she, be, they said they wanted to hire her, but hire her as a referee. Yeah, I feel like that's like, uh, that's like when you try, like, like my... My one of my old best friends in high school. We both auditioned. Wow, can you tell that I'm a theater person? We both tried out for like the travel league for basketball, and I got put as starting center on the A team, and she got put on the B team. Like that's. Mm. I feel like I feel like that's how that would feel. Yeah. You know. You know. Yeah. That sounds awful. Well, I know that the two female referees they have in the WWE were both wrestlers. Yeah. Uh, Jessica Carr, who we see in a lot of matches on SmackDown and mm-hmm. also in the Walter versus, excuse me, Ilya Dragunov match, right. was a wrestler. And so is um, the African-American lady uh, who you see as a, a referee. She was also right. a wrestler. In fact, she was in a tag team with Marty Bell in oh, uh, cool. Evolve. Yeah. Um, there was a, a three-person team with her, Marty Bell, and Big Swole. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, um, so we get a Mickey James promo where I think they were paying Mickey James extra every time she says hardcore country. Yes, she did say it a lot. Because Deanna made a name for herself, but and it's about business, but um, you know, she takes this very personally and then started speaking about herself in the third person as hardcore country. Yes. Over and over and over yes. again. There's a difference between Mickey James, business Mickey James and hardcore country Mickey James. Yeah, and she's going to learn what hardcore country Mickey James is all about. Yeah, I'm like, uh, 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 Mickey, you've been doing this for like 20 years. Stop that. Gertrude, how do you feel about that? Food? <laughs> <laughs> do you say food? 
So interestingly, I saw an interview with Mickey James uh, where she said, coming back from injury and fighting, finding out what, uh, figuring out what was next, I've been asked to work behind the scenes and in a producer's role. This is her in the WWE. Um, I did commentary for a while. I remember right before WrestleMania, I went to NXT to do commentary and had so much fun. Um, I had very important conversations with some very important people. I said, hey, let's do an all-women's brand. We do 205 Live and all these other things. We need content for the network. We have an immense amount of talent, talent that isn't necessarily getting used on television right now. This could be a wonderful place for them to grow and find their voice and find their way to become stars in this pocket until they're ready to come to television. We could pull them uh, from here for the female talent. It was met with a lot of resistance and maybe not understanding of what I was fighting so hard for. It wasn't just fighting for me. I, was the, I wasn't the only one who posed this question or went to the well. When I realized that this was the fight I was hanging my hat on, it was unfortunate it didn't happen the way I wanted it to in that moment. Wow. So, yeah, so Mickey James actually was trying to get an all-female WWE show. Well, it's a shame that it was met with so much resistance because yeah. it's fucking genius. What's also interesting, I guess uh, NWA Empower must have been a success because Impact is now doing a Knockouts Knockdown pay-per-view. Oh. Which will be an all, but I'm like, they have to bring in indie talent because otherwise it's just the four people. It's just like, it's just the four tag teams the four peop- that yeah, they put the, together. It's just the four people who they have all the time fucking yeah. uh, there. But yeah, so it's an all-women's event, which will be headlined by a Monsters Ball match to honor former WCW and TNA star Daphne, who passed away at the age of 46 on September 1st. Daphne was the first knockout to participate in a Monsters Ball match when she faced Taylor Wilde at the 2009 Sacrifice pay-per-view. Knockouts Knockdown will be taped this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the Weekend Impact TV tapings in Nashville. It will then air on October 9th via Impact Plus and the Impact YouTube channel. Yay, YouTube. Um, The Knockouts Knockdown will also see the Impact debut of former NXT superstar Mercedes Martinez. Huh. Uh, which is good that at least they're getting somebody new in there and somebody really good. Yeah. Um, Christy Hem will also return. Impact noted in their announcement that Hem will have a major role in Knockouts Knockdown, but it wasn't clear if she'll be wrestling. Okay. So it'll be good to see Mercedes in there because they so need new blood. Like it's, it's. They do. It's just the same shit over and over again and I don't care and it fucking sucks. And it's nothing against the people who work there. It's just. No, it's not their fault. It's just, you know, if you, it, you could have. Whatever the greatest meal, well, okay, maybe not pizza. It's pizza you can eat every day. But uh, take I any other meal. Pizza. Take any other meal and just eat it every single day, and you'll get tired of it after a month. Yeah. And that's what impact feels like. Like They've got a lot of very talented women, but we just see them having, there's not enough of them to mix it up. And then they spend so much time on Taylor Wilde and Tennille Dashwood. I'll eat the impact. Gert, Gert, impact is not a food. Yeah. Yes. And then there was some weird backstage segment that I'm not even going to fucking comment on, but Brandy Lauren and Kimberly were watching, and I'm like, please don't let them become involved with this Johnny Swinger bullshit. I'm like, are they going to make Johnny Swinger a part of the Sue Young cult? What is going on? Yeah, so let's go to AEW, where we have Ruby Soho. Yeah, she issued an open promo. contract, because um, she doesn't want people to think that she got lucky. Britt Baker comes out with Rebel and Jamie Hayter and says, why are you wasting TV time? Jamie beat, Jamie beat you? Yes. Um, Ruby says, hello, Britt. Britt, nice Ruby, to see you. Ruby uh, was not beaten by Jamie. Yeah, then I misheard it. Or I just wrote the wrong thing. Yeah. Um, uh, hi, hello, Britt. Nice to see you. You know, we've known each other for some time and she helped her break into, uh, Ruby helped Jamie break, or helped Britt break in, bake yeah. into the industry. <laughs> 
Yeah. I also like that she called her Brittany. <laughs> yeah, she just called her Brit. So she yeah. knows what Brit, Brit, Brit Baker is doing. And she talks about all of her nicknames, like role model, the face of AEW, women's division, the baddest bitch on the block. And you say all those things so people don't know what you're not. Um, and Britt talks about the nickname AEW Women's World Champion. And what's the runaway? Like, I'm talking about Ruby's nickname. And she said, why don't, you run, why don't you run away to catering when you've been for the past four years of your life? My jaw was on the floor. <laughs> when she fucking said that, I literally, I went. <gasps> <laughs> this yeah. is the second person in two weeks to say that to a former member of the Riot Squad. Yeah, you're right. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. So Ruby goes to attack. Brittany says, no, no. Jamie has a match tonight, and I need to rest for my title match it all out. But she's going to give you a heavy dose of whoop-ass courtesy of DMD. Um, Ruby talks to the interviewer saying, I know she's your girl, but I'm going to whoop her ass. Tony Shivanto. Or Tony Shivani. But I like to call him Tony Shivanto. No, Gert, that's not food either. Okay. There was a guy in the 80s who used to just call him that for no reason whatsoever. Even though his name is Tony Shivanti. One of the, like, 80s, Tony Shivanto. (laughs) <laughs> and so that always stuck with me because I remember seeing that when I was like 10 and nice. just like, and he would try to correct him all the time. And he's like, my name isn't Tony Shivanto. And he oh, would just be like, Tony Shivanto. Like, so. That's funny. Yeah. I so like we get, it. we get Jamie Hayter versus uh, Ruby Soho. Um, I'll say number one, I really hate how they cut off the first half of Ruby Soho song. I get you want to start with the chorus, but the opening of that song would be a great intro for a wrestler. Yeah, it would be. I, I don't mind the song. Like, I think I like it more than you do, but you are right. The beginning Yeah, I, the I really don't like the song, but I mean, if you're going to use it, at least do the intro. Yeah. Um, I really like that there was a big Ruby Soho chant. Um, yeah, it was awesome. So here's the thing about this match. This was honestly, if you've seen any Ruby Riot match, you've seen everything she's done here. Yes, there was nothing big and new, except for that weird inverted flatliner thing. That was different. That looked like a botch. That looked like Jamie Hayter lost her balance or something. It did, but it looked different. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so um, eventually she does her, um, the Pele kick for the win. And then AEW, like, AEW, stop with the silliness. There's no reason for the referee to want to hug Ruby Soho, except literally just so she can get attacked. Yeah, that was dumb. You're right. Yeah. So referee hugged her, and of course she gets attacked by Britain Rebel. And then some, someone's 11-year-old daughter runs in the ring um, to interfere. <laughs> um, and then she gets hurt, unfortunately, because you can't let kids run in and, and attack adults. No, you um, can't. And then Chris Statliner runs in, um, right when they were going to curb stomp Ruby Soho onto the belt. Mm-hmm. And everyone's just terrified of Chris Statlander, which I love. <laughs> Yes. So like, yeah, we're yes. out. <laughs> and then uh, we, for the last on on Dynamite, we had uh, the women who lost the battle royal. The uh, sorry, not the battle. Yeah, the battle royal. Um, Tay Conti, Anna Jay, the Bunny, Penelope Ford, Jade Cargill, fresh from her appearance on uh, every uh, billboard ever. Um, you know what made me happy? Side note: I was walking um, in the um, the subway, blah blah blah, the little corridor when you go from Grand Central down into like the four five six, and that's where one of the mm-hmm. like big signs was, and it's gone. It's awesome. gone. <laughs> yeah. So Jay Cargill is like, what? Is, she says some shit. 
Yeah, she trusts none. Don't trust none of these bitches. And uh, and then we see Vicky Vicky Guerrero and Nyla Rose, but Vicky doesn't say anything. And this is my favorite promo of Nyla ever, because <laughs> Vicky yeah. says nothing. Yeah, and then yes. we had Thunder Rosa saying that she was heartbroken, but she's never going to give up until she gets what she deserves. I know Thunder Rosa is just like the best. Yeah, she is. So then finally we go to AEW Rampage. Where we had a uh, a six person match, um, Britt Brit Baker, Rebel, and Jamie Hayter versus Ruby Soho, Riho, and Chris Statlander. Yes, I'm sorry. Like I said, I liked I, I I. Did you see like the part where Chris Statlander has Riho on her shoulders mm-hmm. and she's rapidly kicking Rebel in the face and that nothing? Was just stupid. It, it didn't look like it hurt at. All. I know. Or was she has her on her back? Is that what you're talking about when it yeah. was like later? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fucked. It was just dumb. Yeah. And and as far as the announcers go, did I just have to say, did no one give Mark Henry a microphone? Because yeah. he's everyone else is speaking at a high level. And then you got this voice in the back and it's just like talking like this. I'm like I'm like, did did no one give him a mic? <laughs> like <laughs> You lose your microphone privileges. Yeah. Did Chris Jericho turn his mic off or something? Like, what? What was going on with that? Yeah. So, uh, what did you think of this match? Um, I think that Jamie Hayter and Chris Statlander are very sexy. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I thought about it. Yeah, Jamie Hayter almost joined NXT UK, actually. Oh. Uh, She had actually, yeah, she almost joined but decided to go with AEW instead. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I wonder why. So most of this match is Jamie Hayter beating up Riho. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. It takes and, forever and, for Ruby to get tagged in. And and the thing is, I've said, like I said, like Layla Hirsch looks like an athletic child. Riho doesn't even look like an athletic child. Yeah, and when you were talking about you shouldn't let children fight adults, I was going to say, like, unless it's Layla Hirsch. <laughs> yeah. Because she'll fucking kill you. <laughs> yeah, no, Layla Hirsch looks like she can legit beat the shit out of a grown-up. Yes. But, like, you know, Rio does not. Rio doesn't look like she could beat up a child. Yeah. You're right. Like, it, it looks like if you put, like, a, te- like a 10-year-old in front of Rio, that 10-year-old would win. And I didn't realize that, like, Rio's been a champion before. Yeah, Rio was the first AEW women's champion. That's crazy. She beat Nyla Rose for it. Wow. Yes. That was during the period where everyone was like, wow, the AEW women's division just sucks. Jesus Christ. I mean, they've come a long way since then. But, you know, like, Jesus. I also love, by the way, that at one point when the referee just decides he's not going to do his job at all, that JR, I, you know, who's old school and an old man who we make fun of often, but the fact that, like, he's old school enough that he's going to make a comment about it. Mm-hmm. He's not just, you know, he's gonna, yeah, I guess the referee's giving them a lot of leeway. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he really did. They really did, though. Yeah, Jr. is so bitter about everything, and like, he I he's getting the paycheck from AEW, but you can tell that he really does not like the product when he says stuff like that. Oh, a hundred percent. You know, um, but yeah, I mean, this was an okay match. Yeah, it was fine. Really excited for Ruby Soho. That's it. Yeah, Just I'm really like... glad. Yeah, I'm really glad that Ruby is getting this TV time and. I hope that she's the one who takes the title from Brit. Me too. You know. Um, so yeah, I think that that's uh, you know what uh, 
I would like to see from that. I wouldn't mind Thunder Rosa, but don't bring in Ruby Soho just to have her lose to yeah, Britt Baker. Yeah, You know. So, uh, Chelsea, what was your match of the week? I really liked Casey Squared and um, Zoe and Io. Yeah. It was just really fun. I loved the storyline throughout, and it just played really well. Yeah, I'm going to go with that for my, uh, my match of the week. Who is your wrestler of the week? Beth Phoenix. <laughs> um, um, I really liked Jamie Hayter just pounding on everyone mm-hmm. in everything that she did. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to give it to Roxy because I actually think that, like, we went from really not, I mean, we're not huge Ring of Honor Women's Division fans, but at least she's really good. She's really good. She's really good. And, like, I'm never bored during her matches. Mm-hmm. There were a bunch of Ring of Honor matches where I was like, oh, God, I hate having to watch this, but never any of hers. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, her the tag match she had wasn't very good, but she was good in it. She was good in it. Exactly. Yeah. So, exactly. you know, I'm going to give it to Roxy. Um, I don't know who won the, ta- the championship match between her and Miranda Alizé, but uh, I guess we'll watch it next week and we'll, yes. we'll uh, figure it out. Um, so, Chelsea, where can people find you? You can find me at Chelsea.lissage on Instagram. And where can they find you, Charles? In their closet. That's scary. I'm there right now. <laughs> Kurt's like, you have food in the closet? <laughs> yes, yes, I do. I'm, yeah, I, I'm, I'm fucking uh, Robert Blake in Lost Highway. Like, I'm at your house right now. That's Here, terrifying. Call Stop me. <laughs> I, don't, I do not make it a habit of going where I am not invited. anyway nice yeah so charles.d.lincoln at instagram or in your house already depending yeah yes definitely in the house depending Um, on whether the lights are off or not because when the lights are off i'm there Mm -hmm. because that's how it works (laughs) yes magic but i'm only there when the lights are off as soon as you turn them on i'm gone but as soon as if you turn your lights off i'm there and i'm looking directly behind you fucking terrifying why would you do that why are you saying this so you can find us together guys um at seal square productions on youtube facebook and instagram and you can find us on the twitter Uh, um beyond i'm just really scared right now you can find us beyond z is in zebra bell b-e-l-l-e on twitter yes yeah and give us money (laughs) <laughs> yes, go to our campaign at igg.me slash at slash 21st Century Demon Hunter. That's 2-1-S-T. Uh, igg.me slash at slash 21st Century Demon Hunter. Uh, you'll be helping uh, two filmmakers and uh, wonderful podcasts, uh, podcasters and human beings to finish their film. And the more that I am there making sure pre-production is correct, the less time I have to be in the dark directly behind you. All right, have a good week, everyone. We'll see you next time. (laughs) There is someone. Oh, oh, before we go, before we go, I just have to say, I just have to say, I saw Malignant this week. Yes, as did I. Um... What, you and I have to discuss this movie because I, I, I think it's an unintentional comedy. I think it's... No, they meant for it to be funny. Did they? Yes, they did. It's in the description. Oh, okay. Because there were some parts where I'm like, what the fuck? This is ridiculous. Like, yeah. fucking the backwards Matrix moves killing off the cast of the Warriors. I'm like, what the yes. fuck is happening here? Yes. So 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'll have to look at that and see if they actually intended it to be funny because it's it's. I was watching it's this funny. and I'm like, this is this is not this is not a good film. <laughs> but I yeah. enjoyed it, um, but it's because I went into it knowing that it was like supposed to be funny. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty, people. So uh, thank you for tuning in, and we will talk to you next week. Later, motherfuckers. Bye.